Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Willem, what do you think about a mailbag? Ooh, is it hairy? <laughs> no, I'm talking about where listeners send us bits of mail, notes, clapbacks, comments, questions. Feeds. And we answer them. I'm down for that. I I think um, constructive criticism exactly. is very important. And I would love for the audience to be a part of this podcast and to help us grow. Or at least we can act like we're going to take your advice. <laughs> I'm personally really excited about this episode because... We, uh, it sort of happens in a vacuum, the podcast. So this is a chance for us to hear back from people who've been listening. Yeah. What are your responses? Do you have any questions for us as the host? What are we wearing? The very special Race Chaser mailbag episode is coming up. So that means you need to send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Get them in too, because we don't have a specific date, but we need your comments and your questions and everything else like that, because we can can't do it without you this is up to you and i know some of y'all got some dumb questions or why don't you do this in the you should do season you guys know why i have a question why was the fucking audio so fucked up on the first three episodes we can talk about that and that was an internal personnel struggle <laughs> no way reflecting upon the host several people have lost their jobs several heads that. rolled send us your your questions to Comments. race chaser podcast at gmail.com Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, we have a great new podcast suggestion for you. It is a Forever Dog podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. And it's called Seek Seek Treatment. Treatment. If you love gossip, scandal, fashion, self-improvement, this podcast is for you. And even if you don't like it, they'll talk about some other random stuff, which is great. Like an Instagram crush or, you know, ways to become funnier or hotter. The two hosts are two of New York's most beloved but criminally underfamous comedians, Pat Regan and Catherine Cohen. And they bring you non-boring guests <laughs> to dish the dirt on living, laughing, and loving. loving. Yeah. Kat and Pat are actually really funny. I followed Catherine Cohen on Twitter. She's she's super funny. So it's nice to know that she has a podcast on our sister network, Forever Dog. Hey. New episodes are available every Tuesday. And if you don't listen, seek, seek treatment. treatment. <laughs> Subscribe today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Not Tide Pods. Just so you know, if you hear gunfire, don't be scared. It was NCIS outside shooting. Yes, there is a there is a filming of a TV show right outside the studio today. And so there are giant bursts of assault gunfire happening. And it's really kind of terrifying. Race chaser. Race chaser, race chaser, race chaser.
to Race Chase. <laughs> the podcast dedicated to the discussion and dissection and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Over and over, over and over. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. Hi. How's it going? It's good. I'm still reeling from Angina being home sent last week, though. I know, right? Yeah, that was a hard that was a hard loss for me. Devastated. It really was. Just but devastated. Rebecca winning is one of those great things, like when a reality <laughs> TV villain just wins and you're like, oh, she could take the crown. Yeah. Yeah. She's totally. They're, they're definitely keeping the, the little grain of salt around to annoy people, I think. For sure. Most deaf. And she's doing a great job of that. Yeah, and we're in the top four too, so there's not many episodes left. Yeah. Um Rebecca says that none of the girls like her, and she has only three more people to beat, which isn't a way to make friends, but is a way to give great soundbite. Yeah, and she clearly was not there as on a friendship, you know, sort of thing. In the least. No. I mean, she's young. She's beautiful. So, of course... Chanel hates her. her. (laughs) (laughs) Chanel says, I know the fake person lies underneath all that cosmetics. All that cosmetics. All that cosmetics. She sees behind the mask. Yeah, there's a whole pot rack and they're all black. I'll tell you that. The <laughs> kettle, a pot, a pan. Uh, Wait, pot call? Oh, it's kettle and a pot. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand why the she-males are so <laughs> confusing. But, oh shit, I need to clarify. The she-male... Meaning a, a noun that... The RuPaul message. The RuPaul message, The screen yeah. message. It's very vague this time, and it doesn't make sense. Probably because the challenge doesn't really make sense, and they just found a way to incorporate their liquor sponsor, which is absolute. Honey, that's very smart. Yeah. Honey, if you're like, hey, so I'm doing this show. Mm-hmm. You have a brand. Um, why don't we do an entire episode about your product, and mm-hmm. you give us a chunk of dollars. And at the end of the episode, we'll have one girl shake her ass to a gospel song. <laughs> this is a this is a great episode because it really has so many highs and lows. It's got um, almost a self extermination. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a, a lively lip sync and so many colors and fruits. Yes. Yeah. And by this point in the production, all of these contestants have been away from their families and their friends and their significant others. Uh, for a while now, mm-hmm. so the it's you start to crack at a certain point, and I think we see that definitely with Chanel. Like, yeah, everyone starts to get on your nerves a little bit. She accuses someone of stealing her pen. Girl, she can't find that pen. It was just here. Someone took it. Someone took it. I'm not saying who, Rebecca, <laughs> but someone took her pen. Now the mini challenge this week is real easy. It's just a little Vogue ball and. Uh, I'm pretty impressed that all four of the girls know how to Vogue because I know on my season, if you tried to make Chad, Fifi, Sharon, and Latrice Vogue, I don't know if that would have worked. It would have been fierce. All of them could do it. Sharon's got three left feet. Come on. Right. Three. But she can, she's like, she can fake anything. Chad can fake anything too. You're right. Fifi had a foot up her ass. Would you be able to Vogue off? No. Not in the least. No. I'm not a dancer. I have a severe case of the Caucasians. Everybody oh, yeah. knows that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I've had some rhythm pounded into me, but I just can't get it. <laughs> the rhythm is gonna get, get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Um, I think that 
Rue had another tough decision and made them actually, they went from four to two, and Nina and Rebecca had to have a little Vogue off. I want to see some popping, some, some dipping, dipping, some, some spinning, spinning, some locking, all that. Pop, drop, and lock it. They do it. They do it. Um, now, Chanel also threw in a round off. Which is she in the ball did. culture, everyone knows you do a round off. Honey, honey, that's that's as as essential as the pretending to put makeup on with the little compact. Served it's it. It's the same thing. The category is Nadia Comaneci. Yeah, very that. Nina, is this pre death drop. I mean, did death drop really exist? Uh, we used to call them shablams. Yeah, um, I yeah. know they were shablams. I call them shablamjalos. Uh -huh. uh, combining the the two, I think that um, they would do them more so in the Vogue ball, but they weren't yeah. they weren't a thing that people knew about. Um, Tandy Amani Dupree, um, the houses would do it because like whenever you would do the drop, the beat it would go ka 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 ka. You know, you yeah. they would hit it, but it wasn't something that people knew about. It wasn't like you didn't have um, uh, Vanessa going, oh, I'm so into voguing right now. <laughs> You know, you didn't have that at all. People didn't really know voguing other than what Madonna appropriated right. from Michelle Visage. Well. I tell her the story. <laughs> She'll tell it. Girl. Uh, cease and desist letter from Madonna. <laughs> um, so Nina won the challenge, and she gets to sign the vodka flavors, which are uh, raspberries, mangoes, citron, and... Mandarin. Mandarin. How yeah. could you forget Mandarin? That's it. <laughs> wow. This is it. And I think Nina does a very, she's like, she's so miscongeniality. Because, and, and it's not an act. It's like she literally is just a benevolent person. She gives the best hugs. I love working in Denver because yeah. of her. She's literally the nicest person mm -hmm. you will ever get a chance to work with. Um, and she was like, I'm just going to assign like who this who the fruit kind of goes with. Yeah. And I think the assignments are, are very apt and Me appropriate. Too. Definitely. Yeah. Chanel wore orange a bunch that season, so. Yeah, it's like her gig. And she knew BB had that good red top <laughs> that she liked to wear. This is the third time BB wears the same outfit Girl, this season. Yeah. In eight episodes. This is the, okay. Should have worn it to the reunion. We will get to that um, in a moment. We will get to the runway in a moment. Yeah. They have to. They have to do three categories in this ball. I always like. I like the ball challenge. Mm -hmm. You've done two now, right? Um, did we do one on All Stars too? I can't. Did remember. you have one where you had multiple looks to be made? Let's call it Dallas Coulter. She'll know. <laughs> I can't. I. I don't. I don't think you did a multi-look. I, I don't think we did. I know that we had to change from Read You Wrote You to our final runway, but that was, it wasn't like a ball with uh -huh. cohesive. I did a ball in season five, and oh, I won the challenge. <laughs> my ball, my season was uh, dress up like dogs, I think. Oh, my God. And I'm really glad <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have to. a dog ball. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. But um, I know from talking to people after that, Fifi was plucked that Sharon just wore her dirty laundry because that was the day that Sharon brought her laundry in the garbage bag to get done by production because she she was we had to production asked her nicely a few times to shower because she wasn't showering she doesn't smell I know but they pe people were complaining not me 
They were like, she hasn't even bathed. I thought she was fun. I made out with her. I loved her. Um, <laughs> you fucking faggot. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I didn't know you at that point. Damn it, y'all. Yeah. Y'all hoes is so twisted. Hoes ain't loyal. Y'all hoes is so twisted. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love them all. They're all my babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Um, yeah, I I like the ball challenge, and it's really more about selling the idea than it is. Uh, Fantas- fantastical costumery and clothing. It yeah. really isn't because it's about selling the idea. Half of it is your runway walk. I mean, yes. you know, if you have a great outfit, but you're not doing it how you should, it's a disservice to the garment. Exactly. Definitely. Now, the the ball categories for this are swimwear, mm-hmm. executive realness, mm-hmm. and evening gown. Mm-hmm. Now, the executive realness is a real woman, not a drag queen. They say a real woman, not a drag queen. Triggered. Now, for swimwear, I wonder if they'll be wearing tights or they'll be deducting points for it. Because <laughs> I don't wear tights to swim. 
continental rules? Are we doing continental rules? I think we. I think continental rules should always be in place for anything. Um, no face work. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What about you? What are your thoughts on the the categories? Well, um, it, that's the thing. I, I the the word realness has become really overused mm-hmm. nowadays. In you know, every like, Instagram comment, oh, you're giving so and so realness, blah blah blah. Realness in the ball terminology means like it's actually like real, like real realness. Yeah, like bookable. Like you would go to an office and and you would be able to mix in with the people in the office and not look out of place. That's mm. that's what realness is. It comes from like passing culture and like things like that. Yeah. So. Rebecca Glasscock's executive realness was—I don't think was realness. I think she was tying in this sort of like spiral Citron thing. Mm-hmm. But when she takes that jacket off, it's like the the curly Q fabric, the flutter. It's very drag. Yeah, drag realness down. when it comes to the ball. If, if you're a drag queen out there and you're getting on Drag Race, when it's ball category, it is not about drag and over the top it is about selling the realness yeah definitely yeah um the proceed with caution (laughs) what that's why sharon won because she was like i'm just gonna wear dirty clothes and i'm gonna be the girl walking in in the in the park with my dog i loved it i thought it was great it was transcendent Mm -hmm. it was great now rupaul name checks extravaganza and eleganza it's a shame she doesn't mention the house of Extravaganza, which, you know, is still performing. Um, you go to Make Out Mondays, and Kiki's there in a mask. You go Wednesday, Kiki's there in a mask. You go Thursday somewhere, Kiki's there in a mask. Yeah. The house of Extravaganza is alive and well. Um, yes. The girls are kind of freaking out in the workroom. Like I said, this is the moment where people are starting to crack. And yeah. it's starting to show around the edges. They have to make three looks. It's They're- a lot. They're just given sort of like a package. Like, here's your fabric. Here's your sparkly stuff. Good luck. Yeah. But thankfully, they have the help of an experienced designer, Marco Marco. Yeah, which I love. Me that, too. I love that they um they gave them that shout out. Yeah, and they admitted it, you know? You never know what's going on behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. they're like, for the evening gown, you're going to have help from experienced sewers yeah. from Marco Marco. Which is really cool because I, I mean, I think it's a better TV show if everybody looks good. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Yeah. And then it's more like your design choices are critiqued rather than like your execution or, you know, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I do like to, I do like to see the, the inner workings of a show. Yeah. Which sometimes people don't like to show. But I, I give props to actually saying that there was help. Because yeah. some shows don't, you know? Um, yeah. BB's still, like, paralyzed with uh, hammers, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if you heard those. Um, she's paralyzed by the assignment. She's, like, deer in the headlights. And she doesn't like the color of the fabric, which I think would look lovely on her. You know? Oh, my God. She had the prettiest color. You put, like, a berry lip on her? Oh, yeah. It's so plumbago. <laughs> very. I love it. And Rebecca and Nina can sew, so they're banging it out on their own and doing a great job, I thought, you know? Yeah. I don't know if Chanel um, thought she would have to sew when she came here, but she looks fine. I love her outfit. It's she obvious she brought, didn't make her outfit because she... She brought $25,000 of 
exquisite costumes. Mm-hmm. She Chanel admits, I'm not a seamstress. I don't sew. I'm not a damn seamstress, and I'm not a damn singer. <laughs> Did she say that too? No, that's a little Edwardsism. Oh, God. Um, the walkthrough is is very clear that Chanel has doubts about um, the whole challenge because she says to RuPaul, uh, I don't believe in myself. Yeah. And Ru goes, oh, oh, oh don't, say, don't that. say that. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Um, uh, and she backs out of the room like a dog. <laughs> it is great. Uh, Nina talks about her mother who passed away as her inspiration for executive realness. Yeah. Because her mom used to go to work and they show pictures. And it's nice seeing. I would love to see a show with just Nina because Nina is, you know, warm and you want to like. Yeah. A friend up to her and hug up on her. She's got such great stories. And I think any chance we get to see more Nina is good. Yeah. But then the girls get a little surprise. Charo. Coochie coochie bitch. Cocktail party. Mm-hmm. I love Charo. I wonder if these were virgin cocktails because I know that in certain um in certain um certain times when they give you cocktails on the show mm-hmm. there um there's not alcohol in them i would hope that these have real alcohol in them because it's an absolute challenge yeah but when y'all were in pregnancy bellies they weren't allowed y'all to were you literally weren't allowed to have cocktails because you couldn't show... They weren't allowed to have liquor bottles in the thing next yeah. to the girls who were pregnant. But the good thing is... Um, <laughs> it's like so wacky to me. At that point, I still had a key for Sharon's room. And I uh, left her some beer bottles in her room. And she was drinking, for sure. We were definitely drinking. I was drinking yeah. every day of the show that I was taping. I brought a vitamin water bottle with Malibu rum mm-hmm. and vitamin water. And then Sharon spooked me on like the second episode when she grabbed it to take a sip because she was thirsty. And then she looked at me and went, Oh, <laughs> and that's when we kind of became friends when she realized I was a drunk. Uh-huh. Um, but I was drunk a lot and it was fun. I crashed my boat walking off the stage cause I was just gone. It was one, it was a good day. My boat was pretty. Oh um, the pit crew comes on with the absolute drinks and they are wearing shoes, which I am proud of. You're you're happy for that. I am. I hate a shoeless hoe, and they look amazing. They do. At this point, though, Rue tells the girls that they need to incorporate real fruit into their dress. Which, the first thing you said was like, how are you fucking going to put a fucking mango on your, on your body? What are you going to do? Peel it and use the, the, the rinds as lashes or something? If anybody I could mean, do it, it would be Nina. Yeah. And she basically does that. She takes the slices of the um of the skin and puts them in like shapes on her collar. Does she? Yeah. Oh, cool. How the raspberries go on uh the little barrettes and yes and uh BB's hair. And Real fruit in the hair, girl. That's risky. Yeah, for That's fruit risky flies. Business. Yeah, girl. Mites. Mites. Your wig has mites. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, where does uh. Rebecca puts lemons on her on her waistline and in her wig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we got old somebody else. Chanel, Miss Mandarin. Where she put them slices? <laughs> she puts them somewhere. We don't fucking know. <laughs> we will talk We're about, about as over it as Chanel is. <laughs> we will take a quick break and we'll be right back.
hard the first try. You don't yeah. want to be worried about it. I know. I'm gonna you give don't want to be worried about it. I'm going to give him one more try. Girl, okay. One more try. <laughs> 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 Elimination! Oh my god, it's the judging panel for season one, episode five. Six, we, are at, we are at the judging panel, honey. We have guest judges Maria Conchito Alonso, who was also on season five. I'm seeing so many parallels. You know. Season five and season one. Seasons of drag. They're like sister seasons. They are. I'd say every four seasons it comes back around. Yeah. Moons. Yeah, moons. moons. Toads. Moons of the drag. Uh, we have the absolute czar, Jeffrey, pass Jeffrey. around bottom, <laughs> Moran. Every time, because Jeffrey Moran, Moran is on many seasons. Many. He comes in and does the absolute thing. And I think my, he's doing Rue's makeup now, actually, too. Uh, <laughs> our friend Randy would always be like, oh, look at Jeffrey Moran. Look at that little pass around party bottom. <laughs> And I'm like, now, like, there's no basis for this. But now, like, I, every time I see him, I'm like, I think of that. It's and you're funny. Like, you're like, oh, well, maybe he could It's funny because it could be true. Maybe yeah, exactly. I definitely think so. Um, I hope he is. Me too. It's important. It's thought. so fun being passed around. I love it. Not <laughs> knowing, Not knowing who is in you. But enjoying it is the greatest gift that there is, I think. And then sometimes you get a gift. So many gifts. So many gifts. So So many many blessings. So many blessings. I love blessings. Blessings flying at your face. Blessings on my face. (laughs) Blessings on my back. Is that blessings on the wall? Not the wall. Um, Anyway, executive realness is the first category that the girls walk in. And um, it's deja vu because BB's wearing her Oprah dress challenge and bus driver wig for the third time. This is the thing. (laughs) That bus driver wig don't get a transfer at this point. This is the end of the journey. It was season one. I think maybe the girls are running out of clothes at this point. But she's wearing a full-on Contempo casual look. It is. It's a Contempo casual. A vestlet. A vestlet, really. It's a cute outfit. I can see why she wears. Why it's her go-to. I'm obviously just jealous. It's her good old yeah. classic go-to. Definitely. And I think she, I think she's running out of clothes, especially when you have a challenge and it's like you have to wear three outfits today. Have Definitely. fun, yeah. You know, I mean, Sharon wore her laundry exhibit A. Hallelujah. Yeah, Nina um, is wearing a green dress and a lace blazer, plus a briefcase, which really sells it. I think. Oh, it's all about the props. Yeah, because definitely. the fake phones are flying. Mm, on this. You know, they just were eager to get a phone back in their hand after two weeks without them. And RuPaul's like, um, Donald Trump, you old geezer. <laughs> Donald Trump has been planting seeds in our brain for 10 years. It's crazy. More. Can't believe he's there. Yeah. Um, what about... <laughs> you said Chanel looks like a prostitute. She does. She looks like an in-call Betty. <laughs> she looks lovely. Just shoulder cut out in the boardroom. <laughs> Never. And they give these little pageant answers about why they should win the competition. Well, they're not all pageant. Um, BB speaks from the heart. She wants to be an example for the community, which is lovely. Yes. Yeah. Um, she brings global influence. And the the way to do this is you have to speak like you're just talking to your good old Judy friend. They don't... Tell they, Chanel that. Well, the thing is, in pageants, that this is a strict rule. There's a certain way that you're supposed to do it. You mm-hmm. have to thank the judges. You have to say your name. And so she's going by that. Oh, and your contestant number, right? Yeah. 
So that's why she does it. And I mean, we didn't know what Drag Race was. She thought it was a pageant. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it kind of is a pageant, but it's not a beauty pageant. It's a heart pageant. No, Rebecca just gives the answer saying, I want this. Why she should win. I want this. this. And I think she just wants it to piss off Chanel. (laughs) That's that's reason enough. Yeah, it is. It's not bad. Chanel's answer is epic. Now, Chanel, why should you win? First of all, good afternoon, RuPaul, and our distinguished panel of judges. As an entertainer and as a gentleman, I am happy with who I am. I look in the mirror and I love myself. I love who I am. So I thank you all, and most importantly, I am honored to be here. My name is Chanel. Thank you all so much, and have a wonderful night. Thank you, Chanel. Maria's rubbing her fingers Maria Kachita Alonzo literally does the, like, stank face like she just stepped in shit. She is not having Chanel. It's It doesn't connect. She's rubbing her fingers together like she's trying to get something dirty off of it. It's great. And and Jeffrey Moran openly rolls his eyes at Chanel's answer. Cutting his eyes back and and forth. Merle just scrunches up her work like... "Mm." Merle is giving the up and down. It does not connect with the judges because it seems packaged and manufactured. Yes. And especially for a TV show, it has to be like... It has to come from the heart because that's what people at home want to see. Definitely, yeah. Mm, but swimsuits next, and that's what I want to see. Swimsuit, they have to just do a little, hi, I'm whatever flavor I am, and I'm your absolute citron girl. Now, I, th- I think there's one moment that stands <laughs> out in this, and it's stood out for seasons. <laughs> um, I, don't I know am Miss Mandarin. Mm. <laughs> no, first it's a... I'm a delicious Miss Mandarin. <gasps> mm. um, it's it's a wonderful gift that Chanel gave us that uh, soundbite. And then somebody's grinding diamonds next door. <laughs> We're in the middle of the heart of Hollywood in the commercial district. Yeah, girl. We're, uh, we're filing down some blood diamonds. Yeah. Jeffrey Moran literally like is like, nope. Inside himself. Mm-mm. Like, really upset about He, he wants to shut down production. He, yeah, he wants Based to close on, it up. Close yeah. it up. Close shop. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's hilarious. And I, I I don't know if Chanel knows she's funny, but she gives us such great moments, and I'm so glad she's here this season. I know. I, she looks so gorgeous. I think Jeffrey Moran's plug falls out. <laughs> oh! oh! Nina looks amazing. So gorgeous. Uh, well, I mean, she's got pantyhose. Are it's you fine, are you plucked and flummoxed? No, I'm not because you don't even look down at the feet because she's got such an event on her head. I will say, BB is pulling off um, swimsuit category. I think the best. Yeah, she is oiled. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, there's no not a pantyhose sight. Not even a nude fishnet. She looks supple. Supple, lovely. Yeah, big smile. Miss Raspberry. Yeah. I am Miss Absolute Raspberry. Gives a little blink. That's amazing. She's really good. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She knows her face. She knows her body. She knows how to do drag. And it's clear. Yes. As long as she keeps her wig on. She's good at drag. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite? 
Um, I mean, swim, are we talking swimsuit or are we talking overall? Overall, I'd say. Overall, I would say BB has the best package overall. Yeah. Um, the color is my favorite. It's what I would have wanted to choose. And her gown is literally exquisite. Her gown is gorgeous. That's the one that made us go over next door to Marco Marco and ask, did you make that? He's like, oh, I don't know. You have to show me. Because <laughs> he's made so many gowns, I don't expect him to remember. But he was there. For sure. Because she was going on and on in the workroom about, oh my god, I don't know how to sew, I don't know what I'm going to do. And literally, it is a fitted, like, gown. Tiered. There's multi-tiers. It's gorgeous. I want that gown. It's gorgeous. Nina always wears pants. She does. Nina wears pants a lot. But see, you see that mango right in there on the little panel. God, she's so good. Yeah, she, it's it's a very smart usage. Yeah, it's it's and it's enough and it's bold that it's how the fuck you gonna wear a mango, girl? How are you gonna wear a mango? Ooh, Chanel looks stunning. She's wearing my favorite earrings from the girl group challenge, and she's walking. She's taking her time. She's giving the hello Dolly down the stairs entrance, bitch. Very that, and I love her for it. Eyes, shoulder, body. Look at me. I'm gonna go over there. Take two steps. I'm going to look at the ground before I turn around because i got to bring these eyes up at you. Ooh, and shoulder. And shoulder. All that. Rebecca's gown is, I think, the least successful. It looks like... It, I mean, it... It looks like a um, Titanium and Midsummer's Night's Dream. It's very community theater, butterflies. It is. Flowers. For that, it would be fine. But yeah. it doesn't look finished. And I don't think the sewers helped with this. I think... She probably, she did probably was like, I know how to sew, mm-hmm. hands off. Well, I mean, she could have sold that a lot better if she used the train, if her walk was more yeah. like Chanel's. Because BB is right in what they say about her. They're, she's not on their level, you know? That's true. You are not on my level. Do not compare yourself to me. Mm. You are not on my level. I talked about girls being on, on different levels on my season two, and it was taken the wrong way because I meant if you're on my level... We all should be wearing shoes. If we all, you know, we're all being judged right now. And then that got kind of twisted, meaning I thought I was better than people. But, like, I was just mad that girls were taking off their shoes and asking for chairs on stage. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not how it is. We're here competing. We have stamina. That's part of the competition. I, yeah. That's what I thought anyway. Yeah. Madame McClure broke three pairs of shoes in two days. Damn. We had to go to the mall to get her new shoes. That was one of the times we snuck out. <laughs> Chanel brought us My that. uncle. My uncle. My uncle. Well, your uncle? What about your uncle, girl? <laughs> no, my what about uncle your aunt? is broken. <laughs> she almost took me down once. Girl, it was bad. you said, don't no, play that I game. I saw her go from my shoulder. I was like, oh, you want to lean on me? Uh-uh, not on the runway, girl. Not on this garment. Um, they are you... asked the question. The question. Uh, who should go home and why? Yeah. Uh, Rebecca sort of hems and haws and tries to get around it. RuPaul's like, no, but really, you have to say someone's name. And she's like, Chanel. Can I say three of them? <laughs> yeah, that too. Can I do just one? Yeah. Chanel, because I I have a personal vendetta against her. I mean, it, the rivalry between Chanel and Rebecca is... Legend. Like, Look at the two shot. The two shot of them is great. It's just yellow, orange, yeah. eyes, mug. Yeah. It's a gorgeous shot. The cinematography on this season was there. Totally. Some of the lighting wasn't, considering there's a Radio Shack lamp in the back. Well. Well. <laughs> it's not Radio Shack. Girl. God damn it. I don't know what it is. It ain't right. 
And uh, Nina and BB both say, Rebecca, you gotta go. And I think that I think they're right. Did you have to answer that famous question on your season? I did. I was on season five and I said Jinx's name. How many people were there? Um, It was like the final four. <gasps> oh, so you yeah. came for her. Well, you came for her. What I did was I, I, my answer was actually a reference to Raja's answer, and when she was asked that question, hold on, I need to check my syllabus and index. And she said, she said, um, she said about Manila. She said that she still needs time to grow as an artist, and so I basically said that word for word. And then, as soon as we went back into the Interior Illusions Lounge, I felt terrible because everyone said Jinx's name, and she felt like shit. And I was like, "I'm, I'm so sorry," and I, I don't think that you're inexperienced, and I didn't mean that. And we like cried and had a moment. Um, because she wasn't inexperienced. It was just like, we just, we were, we're fucking bullies. It's a game. We were made to. Our hands were forced. It's like Sophie's (laughs) Choice. Like, you're going to be looked at as difficult if you don't answer the question. Yeah. And, but you have to say somebody. I think they asked me in Untucked. And, um, they, I said, Fifi had just said my name. So I was like, fuck it, send her home. She thinks I want to go home. But I did actually have to leave in the next three days. So. Um, this, this question reveals a lot more, though, about Chanel. Chanel, who do you want to send home? Ooh, it's, it's, she was playing a good game herself. I am so glad Glad that you you asked asked me me this question. question. I nominate myself because I do not want to To be be here anymore. (laughs) And then the monologue to... Oh, God. She just is, she is pressed. She's, I uh, let's do it. Let's do it together. I, I am, am beautiful. beautiful. I am a beautiful, beautiful person internally and on the outside, and, and it, it is, is so, so so frustrating to me that that, that, that image does, does not seem to be conveyed. It's week after week. <laughs> I felt I am judged to a higher caliber. <laughs> It just goes on and on, and it just... I don't know if she was actually gaming at that point or being her, because she is beautiful, and her beauty is so distracting, I can't tell how the wheels are working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is she... Like, people didn't know if I was playing a game my whole season. Yeah. And you couldn't tell, because it's sort of sociopathic. But... Um, a little bit. Yeah. But I get the same thing about Chanel here. And there's nothing wrong with sociopaths. They could be... They're super fun at parties. Yeah. We are. I've never taken you to a boring spot, have I? Never. She's pissed. She's She's annoyed. She's pressed. She refuses to have a seat. She's, I mean, she's a flawless queen who is used to being worshipped. I'm so glad you asked me that question. (laughs) And to come here to a place like this. And not be worshipped. She should be worshipped. And she's used to being worshipped. And I think that lack of attention is making her snap. Totally. She needs 15 I'm beautiful as a night. Yeah, you know? and, and especially, you know, when you have Rebecca, who's not been doing drag as long. She's younger. And who's getting, like, higher praise than her. Like, and has a hairline. She's pissed. She's pissed. She's very was, mad. Yeah, she's plucked. Plucked and flummoxed. Mm-hmm. Flummoxed. Down boots. Do you think she really was like, I'm, I want to go home and I really want to leave? I can't tell. That's what I'm saying. She's so beautiful that I can't tell how the wheels are working. Was she playing a game or was that her? Or was it a combo of both? Well, let's take a break and we'll analyze this 
further. I love animals. Out of all the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, there's one contestant who stands out as an icon above all the rest. And that, of course, is Tammy Tammy Brown. Brown. Yes. So this is a segment we like to call Tammy Tidbits. Do you remember when um, we met? Uh, we met at, I believe we met at Shits and Giggles, and or we met at that at, tra- at Tranny Shack when they were Tranny Shack was there in um, L.A. And your first show, I believe, is when we met, right? That sounds about right. It was definitely that time period. Yes, and then you were you were kind of naive with your dragon. You thought I was always looking down at you because I remember when we were over <laughs> there at, at this. Where was that? The, the Standard or something in Palm Springs? Palm Springs. And you were doing your makeup, which you were doing a great job, and I was laying in bed watching, and then you are like, you're like, Tammy, you are judging me. I was just watching. I like to watch how people do it. <laughs> I was probably nervous. Yes, you were. But now look at you, queen of the world. You're right. Um, but, I, re- I remember once you told me my lashes look like commode brushes. Yes, I'm sure I did say something like that, though. <laughs> and I, Plus, you wore that recycled kind of style grungier drag, you know. It definitely was. She's a trash that princess. Was, that's not the style. Like, and the, the show didn't have that style either. You know that. We know that. Now it's opening up to different things with milk and other people. Yeah, oh. totally. <laughs> right? I remember that day we went to Palm Springs. I think we had to leave early in the day because it's a drive to get down there. And you and you drove me. You picked me up. Uh huh. And you showed up in your Jeep in full drag. Correct. Like in the morning. It was like the morning time. Well, you know me. I like to get ready. I mean, I like to live the fantasy like Lady Bunny. I'm the same you know? way. I, I would rather do my drag and then go to the gig. You know, I don't like painting at the gig as much. No, who wants to paint up the gig anyways? You get everything dirty. Yeah, right? And then you have to bring it and you forget something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Willem knows about my face. He used to like the way I did my face all the time. I love it. I still love it. Yeah. Well, thank you, darling. I very much admire your uh, dedication and your um, attention to detail when it comes to the craft of drag. And that's something I've always admired about you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I know that you had told so many lovely things to Sherry. Like what? Well, she just says that you really admired me and blah, 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 you know. It's true. Toot your horn, Tammy. (laughs) It's true, and I always have. And I I remember I came to your uh, Holiday Sparkle show. Do you still do Holiday Sparkle ever? I haven't done it right now, but I will do it eventually again. It's just like in L.A., sometimes it's hard to find the right venues to perform at, it seems like, my opinion. And then Mr. Dan... God bless his, bless his heart doesn't allow me to do anything there at the Casita campus. Why not? You're banned? I, I'm not banned, but he just won't let me. He had the nerve of telling me once that I was like, uh, what's her name? All about Eve. He told me I was Eve Harrington. Oh, wow. Like, well, that's what? very nice. Thanks, Dan. He only let me perform at one drag strip ever, and he never asked me back. So I don't think he liked me either. So he needs to get over himself. I think he is now. Really? Well, he, we'll, well see. Already... He was nice to me last time I saw him. Well, that's good. I let him know how the cow eats the cabbage, as they say on the farm. <laughs> Atta girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me tidbits. 
I am beautiful. I am a beautiful person internally and on the outside. I would like to. I mean, she should put that on a shirt. And girl, say, I'd wear it in a second or a looks, fully beaded gown with it written. Oh, like that one that said, like Rihanna wore one that was like a big message. It was Discount Universe. I love that. It was real cute. Yeah. Anyway, um, where are we at now? Are someone? Go- oh, the lip sync. Right, we get to uh, Chanel and Rebecca Glasscock are in the bottom two. That means they're lip syncing against each other. The rivalry continues. BB won the challenge. She won the gown from. She won the gowns. She won the oh, gowns. You got a won the gown. Oh, great. She won yeah. the gown. By Miami Elite Designs. Who? Hey. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Sounds I don't like know a stripper company. <laughs> Bury that, Miami. Um, it's interesting because Chanel basically says she's ready to go home, but then in this lip sync, she, her intentions are clear. She's performing the song. Yeah. So I don't know. Like even if I wanted to go home, I still would have tried to perform well. I wouldn't want to look stupid. I wouldn't want to do a, a Charlie Hyde's. You know. Yeah. Like girl, we don't know. What about a Tammy Brown? Oh, I would do a boot scoot and a wiggle. <laughs> a little mistletoe. No lip syncing whatsoever. I well, they Jiggly and I call our lip sync the pants off dance off. Because before, we didn't know the song. They changed it the night before. It was a Winona song. And then um, we get... I hear you knocking. Mm. Was, that, was that the other... No. Because Chad and Latrice did that, didn't they? They did. Uh, did they do Come to My Window? They No, it wasn't Come to My Window. They did um, a Winona song right in front of Winona. Yeah. I know Billy did her makeup, and that's how it was the key to getting her on the show. But um, cool. the song... We didn't know it, Jiggly and I. And so they kept saying during when we were about to lip sync, can you can you hear it? And I was looking at Chanel and I was like, and that was literally me whispering, get him to play it again. And we were like, we can't hear it over here. And then Jiggly was like, I can't hear it over here the second time they played it. And so the third time. So we got to hear it a couple times because we knew nothing. And I felt bad because this lady was going to be watching me. And I didn't know it, you know? Me the loco over and over. Yeah, we were we were very handicapped. Des- Shut up. Destiny turns on a dime. And she said, I'm going to flick a dime and I'm going to step on it. It was actually a silver dollar, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me. Um, but Jiggly could only stay in the same spot because her dress was broken. And nobody was helping her fix it. And I had a safety pin in my dress holding it shut, making a jumper so like my pussy didn't show. I took that safety pin, pinned it up so her dress stayed up. They weren't letting us have any time. We're like, her dress is falling down. And she had just been complaining about getting the letter. And that's when the girls yelled at her. So they were literally like, no one was helping her. Fifi wasn't helping her. I was like, you bitch. So I helped her. But I knew I was staying too at that point. (laughs) Um, But this one is more challenging. Come on, tangent. This is... um, That was like 45 seconds. That was a Chanel monologue. This is quite a lip sync. And uh, Rebecca's kind of turning it, though. I I was pleasantly impressed. I was yeah. like, what with Rebecca's subtle face and just like R and B young superstar singer, you know, performance. She feels it, and Chanel's just going very Reno, very Reno, very broad strokes of drag hands. Yeah. It's like it's, and then she pulls out the ass <laughs> and does the ass jiggle, and then she gives a little. Uh, twerking for Jesus moment. <laughs> During the, I'm gonna yeah. praise the Lord. Let me, Lord. First she does the, let me pull up the front of the dress and show you my fancy footwork. 
Oh, that's Santino. <laughs> Fancy footwork. Yeah, look, you know the line where, hey, look at his feet go. I'm pulling up my dress to show you my feet. I may be wearing a gown, but trust, I'm doing full choreo. Trust the footwork, doll. <laughs> trust the Dutch. And, and dear heart, why don't you clap with me, too? <laughs> clap. I said, cl- and now her the, ass is clapping. The oh, It the, is a beautiful ass, that body. The dr- the drag move of uh, forcing the audience to clap with you. All right, everybody, come on and go. Mm. It it sometimes works in a club, but it's but... audience hostage. If it people is. start doing it, they'll start doing it. But getting four judges to do it, it's not. What are you going to ask the boom operator to put his mic down and clap along? <laughs> There's max eighteen people in that room right now. You know, it's not. It's not the. Cra- it's a slow Rudy clap, maybe. Yeah. Bye. It tends to be a crutch for if you aren't... If you don't know the words for the bridge. Oh, well, there's... Everybody clap! (laughs) How you doing? We got $5 jello shots! (laughs) Yes! Marry that. Right. How you doing? Yes! Thank you so much! (laughs) I'm here Wednesdays, too. (laughs) Thank you, baby! Hey! Oh, a tip? Now, do you kiss when you get tipped? I see some girls now, kiss a hundred people in a number. You do in Texas. You Ooh. do that during verse two when you don't mm. when you really don't know those words. Girl, there's corn on the floor. It, Go pick the cabbage. It's that you grab the money from the thing. Oh, how are you, honey? Oh, it's so good to see you. You oh look God. amazing. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Thank you, honey. You Is look your flash gorgeous. on? Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Well, you can. <laughs> you get you get the good parts. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, and the be- my favorite lip sync move is someone is holding up a dollar with their arm outstretched, and she literally takes every other dollar around that person uh, and says hi to every other person, but just ignores this one sucker <laughs> that she fucking hates. And he's Boots. just holding, holding that it. money, you know. and she won't take it. Well, I've done it before. I wouldn't take a tip from somebody. I didn't like oh. him. Mm. I was like, get away from me. That's the basic way of saying, get the fuck away from me without actually saying anything. If you take all the money, but his money, for some reason, uh huh. Just all smiles, lip syncing, and Mm. just not taking that dollar. Mm. So good. Yeah. Uh, So this lip sync is not clear who wins, but uh, Rue comes back in in yellow, looking lovely like a cup of butter. Well, Um, I think it is clear who wins. Honestly, because... We know performance-wise, but the general audience may not have known. They might have been fooled right. by the glamour. All I, the fame. I think that certain songs... You don't pull your ass out on? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes... It's really... Lip syncing for your life is not about necessarily flips, kicks, and tricks. It's about feeling the feeling of the song. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if a song is more soulful or serious, less movement. Example, Latrice Royale standing still and doing You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman while wearing a pregnancy belly. Oh, really? That was very effective. She was pregnant during it. Yes. That was very effective. They say elephants are pregnant for two years. Wow. Yeah. And Kenya Michaels was doing pirouettes and jumping and running. Well, that's her drag, and, you know? Yes, but for that song, that's Maybe not. not the choice. Well, she, she tried to make it a lyrical jazz ballet. And that was questionable. I think when it's a soulful song, like um, Rebecca Glasscock just sort of like felt sold it, it. She sold and it. And sold it and acted it. Yes. Yeah. And that was a choice. And she, she made the right one because she won. 
Right. And so it comes down to Chanel versus Glasscock. Do you think there could be a universe where Chanel stayed and uh, moved on? And how would that have looked as the final three? Um, I think it would have been good still. She's yeah. an agitator. Yeah. She's she, more a self-agitator. Chanel was the definitely... There's three reality comp, uh, uh, categories, in my opinion. There's the protagonist, antagonist, and the underdog. Chanel would always be the protagonist, probably. She'd be like the Chad Michaels, like the 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 white horse that you think is going to win. And then there's the right. antagonist, which is like the Fifi. Yeah. Um, and then there's the underdog, which is like the adore, you know, the upstart. And yeah. that's why on season six, Bianca was obviously the protagonist. Um, yeah. The upstart was obviously adore. So when mm-hmm. there's only one category left, the antagonist, they kind of relegated that to Courtney and made her look like a bitch. If that makes sense. Like, that was the storyline. Courtney was the perfect one who knew it. And, like, yeah. when she would critique Jocelyn, it was funny. They were laughing. But then you throw in a shade rattle and a, and a weird eye. And then Courtney looks like a bitch, you know? And she's not. She's got the biggest heart out of anybody. And her accent. I, I love that accents make people sound like um, movie villains. I love her. She's the best. <laughs> Maybe she'll be a guest. Oh my gosh, that'd be great, yeah. Corbelina. Five years when we're, and uh, when we're on season six, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Five years. It's ago. like whenever you're saying uh, something in your interview, and you're like, "Yesterday we had to," and they said, "No, say last week." On last week, did you ever get those? Oh yeah. Like, say it more. You general. don't say yesterday. No. You say last week. Mm-hmm. That's it got to the point where it's so natural, where like something happened yesterday, but. And you're like getting in a fight, and you're like, "Well, last week you said this, la 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 la." Like, uh, it was yesterday, it's but a, it's a month of sleepaway camp jammed into like a week. Yeah, right. Um, um, I would like to leave on a note um, of gunfire. Some wise words. <laughs> some wise, beautiful words. I got to show. I I got on the show, and was able to show the world that I have. A fabulous body. body. <laughs> <laughs> I love this sign up. This is thank you God for all this bod part one. It's true. <laughs> it's like you literally can't write. You can't write a character like that. Like she's she's so good for the show. Yeah. I'm so glad that she was. She's on a the star. Show. She's a superstar. The show so had someone who knew they were a star came on there anyway, mm-hmm. just to show RuPaul what she could do. Then she said bye, and to show her beautiful body, which she did. Yeah, she is. Amazing, not only internally, but organically on the outside. Some people argue that Chanel um, could have won the whole show. Do you think think so? I think if you had to look at the top two, it would have either looked like Chanel or BB as the obvious choice. Yeah. Um, But I, I love Nina, too. Yeah. Nina was so fierce and just like a fireball. She is. Yeah. And you, you made you want to like her. You're like, yeah. yes, her. You yeah. know? That's what I thought. But, um, yeah, Nina would have been my pick for the season. Yeah. What about your... Season one is always debatable, and season two is kind of debatable, but season two, I always say you had to do the math. Because the Drag Race math says Tyra wins her challenges and her mini wins and stuff. Like, Tyra was winning. She was sweeping. Much like Shay. Yeah. But she didn't win. Fuck, I hate math. I have a lot to say about season two, and Mm. I'm so excited that we're going to do that season because... And I'll and I'll say this now and I'll say it again. But if you go back and watch, Tyra's the clear winner. Like if you watch the, those runways alone, 
she is at an elevated level of drag where I don't think anyone else on season two was really was really on. Yeah, I'd say Raven is now. Oh, Raven's yeah. like fucking incredible. Yeah. But, back- like, on that show, it was, like, there was no contest for me. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, that'll be in, like, a year. We'll see you next year. See you next year, sweetie. Um, this, I would like to, uh... What What do you think is the most memorable moment from this episode? There are so many, and they're all Sh- Chanel. Chanel. Chanel, uh, sucking that Mandarin rhyme. But first, there's the intake of breath. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Chanel is an artist with her face and her mouth, and that's my favorite moment of the episode. We Dazzling should do this every eyes. week. We should say, what's the favorite moment for each one? That. It's a good way to end. Oh, my God. We just Dip got an has, ending. Dip has put it really? in notes every episode. Same brain. But... Work. Uh, well, oh, okay. Oh, you do this? Never mind. No, oh, he's done it every episode. Most memorable? It's been in the notes every episode. Oh, well, you didn't put a question mark. <laughs> oh, my God. It's got a debt. I like it. I love that. What was your favorite moment? No, it's all it's all about Chanel. I mean, Chanel's monologues are next level in this I mean, uh, it's like Lady episode. Macbeth of Drag Race. <laughs> she is she's like, Kids should audition I with this. am beautiful, mm-hmm. and I want to leave. I mean, it's kind of a Bendelgram moment, except without committing to actually leaving. <laughs> they need they need to make Chanel's uh, monologues into like better better living, uh, quotable inspiration um, books. Yes. You are motivational speaking. I am beautiful. <laughs> you are Chanel. <laughs> I'm amazed at myself. I'm amazed at myself internally <laughs> and, and externally on the outside. <laughs> you guys, thanks for watching Race Chase. Oh, we're watching. not watching. Fuck. Thanks for watching. <laughs> that can let me a catchphrase. Thanks for watching. I am amazing. I am amazed at myself. Me too. <laughs> I'm at Willem. Follow me. And uh, hashtag Race Chaser. Yeah, and go to alaskathunderfuck.com anytime you like. Thank you for joining us on Race Chaser. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Sound designed by Mike Malarkey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, which is available on iTunes. Wherever fine music is sold. Mm.